Welcome to the Far Above Rubies podcast from the Calvary Chapel Lubbock Women's Ministry. We pray you are built up and encouraged as you listen to this teaching from God's Word. So tonight we are looking at Colossians chapter 3 verse 14. It's titled, Put on Love. So talking about love as we were, as I was preparing for this, I, I just looked up some um, children's definitions of love. Um, I asked my granddaughter and she just, she goes, um, Jesus. So I said, okay, that's a good one. Yes, Jesus is love. She's, she's got it. But I thought these were cute. Children's, uh, some children's definition of love. So this is Billy. Billy's age four. And he said, when someone loves you, the way that they say your name is different, you know that your name is safe in their mouth. That's cute, huh? And then Chrissy, age six, says, love is when you go out to eat and give somebody most of your French fries without making them give you any of theirs. And Terry, age four, says, love is what makes you smile when you're tired. Bobby is seven, and he says, love is what's in the room with you at Christmas if you stop opening presents and listen. I like that one. And Jenny, age eight, says there are two kinds of love, our love and God's love, but God makes them both. This is the last one. It is Elaine, and she's age five. She says, love is when mommy gives daddy the best piece of chicken. (laughs) That's cute, huh? So our text for today is Colossians 3.14, and it says, But above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. So we've been feeding on Colossians chapter 3 now for six weeks. And we've had meat, we've had potatoes, we've had a little beans, a little vegetables. And tonight, talking about love, we get dessert. So I love to go to weddings, I love to go to baby showers, love to go to birthday parties because there's cake. And so today we get the cake. This is the, the, the dessert after a good meal. So there's three points to tonight's study. Uh, the first one is God is love. The second is loving each other is like loving God. Loving each other is like loving God. And then third Faith expresses itself through love. Did you get those? So first one, God is love. Second, loving each other is like loving God. And then faith expresses itself through love. So Paul begins this chapter by telling us that as believers, we're to number one, seek those things which are above. So we're to search after, we're to hunt for, we're to seek those things which are above. And second, we're to set our minds on things above. Because when we do these things, it reminds us that this is not our home. Our home is above. Our home is in heaven with Jesus. Next, we're reminded that our old nature has died. We're not that same person anymore. Our old nature has died. Second, we have a new identity So we don't identify ourselves the way we used to, where our identity is in Christ. And third, we have a new nature, so we don't do the things that we used to do. 
Paul tells us that we are to put off the old ways of living and thinking. So we're to put off, he told us, malice, deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and evil speaking. Because if you've truly been born again by the Holy Spirit, then you shouldn't have these things in your life. These things should never be in your life if you've truly been born again. If you have these things in your life, you can't grow. You can't grow in the Lord. It's like having having a pretty flower that's trying to grow in a bunch of weeds and it gets choked out. You can't do that. Um, and, and you can't, lastly, what we saw last week is you can't have these things in your life because you represent God. You represent a holy family and the royal family of God. Last week, we compared it to the royal family in England. Remember, we, we talked about how um, Meghan Markle had to put off her... Um, Hollywood, California ways of doing things, her uh, Hollywood ways of dressing and behaving and, and um, closing car doors. Remember, apparently there was a big scandal that she closed her own car doors and um, as, a, as a princess, as, as a, a duchess, you aren't to do that. So um, she represents the royal family of England just as we represent the royal family of God. And we're to strip off the old ways of thinking and living as if those things were dirty old clothes and were to put on the new ones. 1 Peter 3, 12 and 13 says, I'm sorry, first, uh, wait a minute, 1 Peter 3 says, Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another, if anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, you so you also must do. So we're to strip off those old dirty garments of flesh, and then we're to put on these. We're to put on kindness. And kindness is being caring, gentle, helpful, generous. We're also to put on humility. And humility is freedom from pride or arrogance. We're to put on meekness. Meekness is to be compliant, gentle, and patient. We're also to put on long-suffering. Having or showing patience in spite of troubles, especially those caused by other people. Patiently enduring a lasting offense or hardship. And then we're also to be forgiving. We're to stop having anger and resentment towards someone for an offense or a mistake. So we're told to put these on as we're, it's, it's like a garment. It's like putting on a new outfit. So Colossians 3 and 12 says, Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved. So last week we saw who you are, remember? Who are you? Your beloved, your elect, your holy, your royal priesthood. God loves you. He's crazy about you. He chose you. He wants you to be in his family. He adopted you into his family. So last week we saw that. We, we, we saw um, who you are, remember? And I told a joke and I didn't get very many laughs, but that's okay. So, <laughs> so I was telling my... I was telling my daughter, I was on the phone with her on um, Miranda 
right before I came, and it's funny, I told her, I'm, you know, I'm leaving a Bible study, and she goes, okay, so like at your house? And I said, no. She said, at the church? And she goes, well, like, what do you do? She said, do you stand up in front of people? And I said, yeah, and I have a Britney Spears mic and everything. And she goes, you say words out loud to people? And I said, yeah, I say words out loud about God to people. She was laughing. She's going, oh, my goodness, that's crazy. And I told her I told a joke, and I told her the joke. She laughed. So um, anyway, so today, do you guys want to hear it again? <laughs> okay, you want to hear it again? Okay, I'll tell you my joke again. Okay, so we were talking about who you are. Who are you, right? So um, back in the day, Art Linkletter, he was a famous comedian. And, um, you know, he was pretty much a big deal. He was pretty famous. And so as he got older, he started going to nursing homes and assisted livings. And he would, you know, try to get material in these places. And, and um, he was, you know, frequently at these places. And he got kind of perturbed because he didn't seem to be as big a deal as he thought he was. So one day he went up to a lady and he goes, do you know who I am? And she goes... I don't, but if you go to the front desk, they'll tell you who you are. <laughs> anyway, okay, that's my joke. So today, <laughs> you are beloved, you are elect, you are a holy royal priesthood. And today we're going to see in Colossians um, 14, but above all these, put on love, which is the bond of perfection above all these. So if we think of this as putting on a new outfit, love is the finishing touch. So this weekend I was talking to Alicia and she was she had on the cutest outfit and I just am so bad about that. I mean, just like terrible about, about what to wear. And so anyway, I was telling her how cute her outfit was and she goes, yeah, well, I was getting dressed and I just needed something to put it all together, so I borrowed my sister's vest, and so the sister, oh, did the sister know, did she know, okay, she knew, she, okay, so, she, and the vest really did put it all together, it looked really cute, and so, um, so tonight, as we're talking about love, think about it as that one thing, that vest, that scarf, that cute purse that puts it all together, or you can think of it as the wedding cake, you know, that pretty cake at a wedding or at the shower or at, um, at the birthday celebration. So, so um, with that in mind, think of love as putting it all together. And we're going to go into our first point, God is love. So as we think about that, think about that first point, God is love, I want you to turn in your Bibles to 1 John um, chapter 4, verse 8. And it says, the one who does not love does not know God, for God is love. John, puts it, John Piper puts it like this. He says this. He says, in a word, I think it means something like God's absolute fullness of life and truth and beauty and goodness and all other perfections is such that he is not only self-sufficient, but also in his very nature overflowing. God is so absolute, so perfect, so complete, so full, so inexhaustibly resourceful, so joyful, that he is by nature a giver, a worker for others, a helper and a protector. 
1 John 4, 16 says, We have come to know and have believed the love which God has for us. God is love. And the one who abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. So abides means um, it's a choice. It's a choice. Love is a choice. Is it easy? Sometimes. Sometimes it's easy. It's easy for me to love my babies. Um, other people, not so much. But it is a choice. It is a choice. Love asks, how much can I give? And it never says, how little can I get away with? Love is a daily choice, a daily choice to wake up every day and say, Lord, Lord, use me to share your love with somebody today. It's a choice. Do you know the number one cause of death in women? It's not cancer. It's not accidents. It is heart disease. And do you know what the symptoms are? have a few of them. So uh, one of them is a sharp pain, dull pain, shortness of breath. So these are just a few. These are just a few symptoms of heart failure. And there are women every day living in pain. They're living with dull pain. They're living with sharp pain. Their life is so rough that it's become hard to breathe. And it says here in John, 1 John chapter 4, and the one who abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. You may be the only Jesus that others see. You may be the only Jesus that others see. Our second point, loving each other is like loving God. Um, Matthew 22, 36 through 39. Um, you can kind of put... Turn there if you can go real fast. I'm just going to read it. Um, it says, Teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? And Jesus answered, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. So the great commandment is to love God with all you are. The second is like it. So what does that mean? <clears throat> it means that love says surrender. Surrender all to God. All. And all means all. <laughs> all means all. And love says faith. Love says covenant. Let it motivate you. The great commandment is love God with all you are. With all you are, so with all your thoughts, with all you have, with everything, love God. And then it says that the commandment to love your neighbor is like it. So we're to love God and love our neighbor. Our third point is faith expresses itself through love. Galatians 5, 6 says, For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision avails anything, but faith working through love. So love is the way that faith expresses itself and proves in life what is real. Without love, faith is dead. James 2.17 says, So the works of love are the evidence of living faith. 
That's James 2.17. So the works of love are evidence of living faith. Without, a, without love, a heart is dead. Without love, we all have heart failure. And remember, God is so full and content that he is by nature love. Giving, caring, helping, supporting, protecting. In closing, verse 14 says, above all things. Above all things. So in this chapter, we've seen that, that um, Paul says that we're to put off some things. We're to seek, we're to set our minds, we're to put on some things. He reminds us who we are. And then here he says, above all that, above everything I just said, above all that, put on love. It's like putting it all together. It's like the cake at the end of a good meal. Love is so intricate that it can melt the hardest heart. Love can break down walls. Love can move mountains. I, I, I read this quote and I really liked it. A loved girl is a lovable girl. And you are loved by the best. Amen. Father, thank you for loving us, God. Thank you that each one of us is loved by you, by the best. Lord, we thank you that you... Um, that you died for us. Lord, we thank you that you tell us in your word that, um, that we are loved by you, that we're beloved, that you have called us into your family. Father, we thank you and we, and we choose today to love because you are loved. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks again for listening to the Far Above Rubies podcast. We pray this message has encouraged you in your walk with Jesus. If you are in the Lubbock area, we invite you to join us in person Thursdays from 7 to 8 p.m. during our spring and fall sessions. For more information, you can visit our Facebook page or give us a call at the church. That number is 806-799-2227. Again, thank you for listening. May God richly bless you.